This is the Tigers Radio Network. And you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. From high atop the 50-yard line in Harry Harvey Stadium, here's Bob Herpin and Greg Pecco. emergency as we start the fourth quarter for the Marple Newtown Tigers offense. They have moved very quickly on this drive across midfield. Nick Stevens busted out a huge run and they're now moving from our right to our left at the upper Derby 23 yard line here. Facing a second down and eight. Well the majority of the points tonight have been scored in this end zone. Ron Alf split wide to the right. Graziano, the lone man in the backfield. Diaguardi in as a blocking back this time. Johnson under center. Diaguardi in motion, gives it to Graziano. He maybe picks up a, a yard or two here. Met very quickly at the line. By number 55 for them, Jamal Holland for the Royals. Only a gain of one there, so facing a third down and seven from the 22 as the number is now down to 33. It's going to be close. Hey, he's really, really, really shaving it close. Maybe he knows something we don't. And it will be an official's timeout here. So as the Marple Newtown Spirit Band has their music and choreography show here right on the track. 11.25 11.25 to go, fourth quarter. Marple Newtown again, two-point lead. Driving the ball, facing a big third down play. That's the crowd and the band urging their charges on. Ron Alf as a wide out near to the right. Man in motion is Giordano as Johnson rolls back. He's got a man wide open in the end zone. It is Ron Alf. He is in for the touchdown. <laughs> Boy, Ron Alf right there beat his man by 5-10 yards. All he had to do was come back for the ball and wait for it to come under. The defender was a half a step slow, and Alf just positioned himself there. Two-handed catch in at the back of the end zone for the score. Great play, great throw by Johnson to really just put that in there to Ron Alf. He saw him at the last second come open. The defender over-pursued too far to the, to the sideline in the corner of the end zone, and Alf stayed put. So 58 seconds into this fourth quarter, Adam Fender puts the exclamation point on that. It is good. So Marple Newtown opens up a nine-point lead here. Just what the doctor ordered. That's awesome. You get the ball back on defense, and guess who's getting the healthy dose of the football if the defense can get the ball back? The man that needs 1,000 yards. Absolutely. Now they have that breathing room. All they have to do is whittle away that time on that clock. So this young team, Marple Newtown, they have a lead, and they know how to do with it, what to do with it, finally, after that slow early start, getting acclimated. As you saw against Haverford a couple weeks ago, they were able to, to put the game on lockdown, run out the clock and do an expert job stopping the forwards on defense. 
Looks like they're poised to do it again this week. At Springfield loss, that heartbreaker at the buzzer was the turning point for this team. And ever since then, they've been on a mission to win as many games as possible. Well, that might have been the, the final lesson they had to learn yeah. about holding lead and, and playing the entire 48 minutes. And they've learned it well. And they're, they're executing it now, and the future is very, very bright for the squad. So Fender now on for the kick. Wallace and Boyd once again back for Upper Derby. Deep men standing at the 10 this time. Adam Fender has shown a propensity to get a big boot in it whenever he does kick it deep. So we'll see what he does with it this time. Approaches the ball. Again, a low squibber. He rolls off a man at the 30-yard line, but he manages to chase it back across the 25 now that, that, finally down. That took one of the weird hops at the very end. It stayed low, 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 and then all of a sudden bounced up, caught the, the, the receiver off It looks guard. like it was Brian uh, DiGiovanni there. He, he was in that on. second tier. Maybe that's the hands, but uh, didn't show real great hand-eye coordination the first time, but was able to backtrack. That's tough for anybody. Tough for anybody to really grab that ball and oh, the way to field it like a baseball play get your body in front of it and hope and also the way that this uh, field is pitched almost like a, a peak at, at the midfield Fender knows how to hit that bounce there's a fumble on the snap but Blees is back has a man open in the middle of the field that is number 12 13 pardon me Reggie, Reggie Johnson, Johnson. Ron Alf on the stop for the Tigers able like to get there it's a game of about 7 or 8 there I think the fumble kind of caught the, the zone defense a little off guard. But to Marple Newtown's credit, that's the only area is that flat area from about 5 to 10 yards downfield where it's been open there's, there's any kind of open. And whenever there's any, a man open, there's a, a Marple Newtown defender right there to meet him. So there's no yards after catch. Second down and two from the 31-yard line now. Hennef goes to green, tries to feel a man outside to the left. Breaks a tackle, but it stopped behind the line of scrimmage. So we'll see, maybe he got a, a generous spot there with the lunge at the end, but it didn't look to me, Greg, like he got across the 30. And Matt Vandergriff looked like he got in there to make that stop and push that wall. So it is a loss of one there, so third down and three. Big third down play here. 9.45 to go here, fourth quarter. Marple Newtown now opens up a nine-point lead. So they have Brown split wide to the right. Johnson split wide to the left. Shotgun formation for Blees. Three men in the backfield. It's a delayed snap. Reynolds comes in. He hits a man. Passes over the middle to Brown at the 45, but it is knocked away. Kevin Johnson, the corner on the stop. The quarterback coming up with a big play on the defensive side of the football, batting that pass away. Again, not much time for Blees as had Reynolds bearing down on him. Reynolds is like a bull. Reynolds is going to get to him by the end of the night. Uh, he's just been too quick, too he fast will. off that line. Well, of course, that's the shotgun formation provides that extra half a second that you need just to make a read. Yep. But that will not be there if uh, Marple Newtown does get another points on the board here. Reynolds had a big week last week as the Royals took a timeout here. He had two sacks last week that doubled his total, so he's up to three and a half, four on the season. So we'll see where Upper Derby will go with this. And Deep in their own territory, we didn't see the punting team on yet. Well, with, with 9.22 remaining, that's not a lot of time the way these two teams have been playing as far as running the football and, they, and 
And Upper Darby knows if, if Marble Newtown gets the football back, it's going to be a healthy dose of the running game. But they are down by nine, so any chances they have to take, they must take they need as to, they, they come. They need two scores, really, to win this ballgame. So if you're Upper Darby, the question becomes maybe if you get it down inside the 20, whatever your kicker's range is, take the three points first and then try and get the six. You would assume it would be Bain. But uh, as, as it were, the one and only time that uh, Upper Darby faced that dilemma in this contest, fourth and seven down near where we were, they did go for it and were successful. Fourth down and three from the 30 once again with 9.22 to go. Blaze remains on the field. Yep, and it will be Green in the backfield. Brown, the lone wide receiver, split to the right on the near sideline near us. There's a rollout back to the 20-yard line. He's got a man near the sideline, and it is... Incomplete! Incomplete, almost intercepted by Johnson. It looked to us like he had his back turned towards us and had the ball, but maybe it came down and hit the turf. But in any case, excellent read once again. And, and he was at a position where it was going to be borderline first down if he did make that, if the other if the receiver made the catch. So Johnson, a nice job to stretch out and interfere with the pass. So the best part about that, other than the defensive stop, is Marple Newtown turns around and gets the ball at the 30-yard line, so not that far to go. <laughs> and time, once again, is on their side. We could have this game bust open in about three minutes. Right. Let's hope so. <laughs> and, and, and and the bad part is is that Graziano is 33 yards away. And he's 30 Tantalizing yards a little. He may not get it here, but soon. Graziano is in the backfield, but the handoff goes this time to Nick Stevens. He gets about three or four on that play. So maybe Ray Gionta here saying that we have the lead. It's not a big lead, but let's just shore it up first before we turn it loose. It's like in hockey when you have a guy who has two goals, but your team's up by two late well, in the game. You don't want to risk a bad pass that turns uh, it the other way to get the guy your hat-trick goal. Well, they have about another three, four yards before they're within Fender's real range. And three points gives them a big lead. So gain of four there, second down and six from the 26 at 8.28 to go. Johnson under center this time. It's a fake handoff to Stevens. It goes to Graziano. He does manage to get across the 25, so let's see. Picks up about two yards on the carry. So down to 31 yards away. So it looks like it will be a third down and a long three, short four. What have you. They have to get just to about the 20 and a half yard line. 7.47 remaining here with Marple Newtown. Knocking on the door, looking to turn that nine-point lead into something bigger. Johnson's finally under center. No wide receivers again. Diaguardi in as a blocking back. Stevens and Graziano, the lone backs. Stevens downfield. But the ball is complete to Carl Kosarski this time as Johnson did a rollout. Nice, effective fake by Diaguardi and by Stevens to get the man open. Another job, another good job as Kosarski found an open spot in the coverage underneath. Enough for the first down. And they are within 
the 20, the 15 yard line, excuse me. And Ample time. Have a lot of time. Clock left. stops, gain of 12 by Kasarski. 7.25 to go here. So first and 10. Three men in the backfield. Giordano, Graziano, and Stevens, who is lining up a shade to the right here as a blocking man. It's a fake handoff, goes this time to Nick Stevens. He gets past the man at the 15, across the 10, breaks another tackle at the 5. He is in for the touchdown. Nick Stevens broke back the tackles. And two for good measure that time. Broke one tackle off of Jameer Boyd. That was really the one that was the last one he needed to break, and he had three guys ahead of him blocking downfield. But by that time, he also had a great head of steam, so Uh, there was no way Boyd was going to drag him down, and if so, it would have been in the end zone. So there we go. The killer instinct finally showing through for those Marple Motown Tigers as they are ahead by 15 with the extra point pending by Adam Fender. Way to seize the moment by Giantes, boys. Biggest lead of the season thus far. And the extra point is perfect by Adam Fender. So with 7.15 to go here in this fourth quarter, Marple Newtown comfortably ahead by a score of 35-19. to 19. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network, presented exclusively by the United States Marine Corps. There are those who dedicate themselves to a sense of honor, to a life of courage, and a commitment to something greater than themselves. They have always defended this nation and each other. They still do. The few, the proud, the Marines. So the crowd comes alive here at Harry Harvey Stadium as that mid-fall chill has finally hit. We are feeling it in the booth, but nothing like a nice 12-yard run by Nick Stevens to warm you up, Greg. Stoking the fires in the booth and on the field. Uncharted waters for Marble Newtown. They have the biggest lead of any game this season, and they're continuing to pour it on against a very good upper derby team. So the the Graziano watch back on. 31 yards away. As Adam Fender lines up for the kick at the 40-yard line. Looks like Boyd and Wallace back, but again, he squibs it off the turf. This time, fielded very cleanly by a back for the Royals, up across the 35, and he finally gets down at the 40. Brian Giovanni on the, on the pickup. And, Steve, and, Nick, and Nick Stevens on the stop for the Tigers. Also, oh, this time, Gigi Giovanni learns his lessons from the last uh, adventure in football fielding. This one actually got a beneficial hop as he was squarely in front of the ball. So, well, maybe you don't want to see that. as good field position for Upper Derby, but with a 15-point lead, it's not 16-point lead, pardon me. It's not so urgent. Urgency for Upper Derby, but not for the defense. And there's a fumble on the snap. Please look like he tried to roll out to the right towards our side of the field. But he forgot something valuable, the ball, but at least he was able to get back under that pile. Whiteside tried to get in there and grab that football, ends up with the stop. So maybe a little bit of the doubt creeping into the Royals' offense there. They have a little bit of a hill to climb. Not quite yet a mountain as there's only 6.40 to go here in this fourth quarter. Loss of Two on the play, second and 12 from the 38. Shotgun formation once again for Blees. Two wide receivers set. 
Drops back to the 30. He's got a man looking downfield. He goes over the middle to Nikoi across the 45-50. 45-40. He's finally went out of bounds. Uh, Nikoi's got a lot of speed, and he turned on the Jets that time after making the grab fairly wide open that time on the far side of the field. Well, luckily there's uh, Nikoi did take a, about three or four strides out of bounds. It's a little tough to see on that far sideline. They're rolling it back, and he only got to the 43-yard line. But nonetheless, big gain and another first down for the Royals, who are facing a little bit of desperation time. Gain of 19 on that play. As Blease drops back again, he's under rush. He's hit. He's brought down at midfield. And Reynolds did a nice job of forcing the man to come forcing Blaze, excuse me, to step up in the pocket and Whiteside was there to bury him. There's our guy. One man hit him high. Whiteside's hit him low. And they folded him over back at midfield. So an excellent sense. defensive stop and an excellent way to get there for a big loss. Pressure's on and I'm sure uh, they really want to get the football back for their offense and continue the momentum on that side of the football. Second down and 17, though. Blees is not in a shotgun formation. It's a handoff to Green, once again off the left side. Gets up across the 45, but no R. Pushed out of bounds by Kevin Johnson. And it looks like the original line of scrimmage for the Royals. Be third and 10. So there we go, right? Gain of seven. So back to square one for the Royals, and let's see how the swarming defense from Marple Newtown will come up big this time. Three sacks. Big interception early in this contest by Giordano. So 5.36 to play. Blee's under center. Two backs in the backfield. One man split wide to the right. Please drops back past midfield. He's got a man over the middle. It's Brown. Catches it at the 35. Shakes a tackle at the 30. 25. Shakes another tackle at the 20. The ball comes out at the 10-yard line. It looks like it was pounced upon by the lone back for Marple Newtown, but maybe they're going to rule he was out of bounds or down by contact. Well, Big break for Upper Darby on that one. And looks like a timeout now for an injury and going that back is the man. Brown is the man who looks to be shaken up going back to Christian Whiteside's sack his first of the season so good to see him get a sack on the board the young sophomore well he did it right he had help and he got the most important part which is the legs where even if Blees was able to, to work free with his torso there's no way he could escape it yeah. that's the one good thing that Whiteside does he's a compact body but he knows as long as he's square to whoever he's tackling, there's just like a wall there. There's no way there's going to be an extra dive or spin. Well, the best thing he has, too, is he well, He also, and this is less technical, more the line itself, is with, when Reynolds is pressuring from that offside, it forces that quarterback to step up. And if, if you continue to push through the line like Whiteside has done all night, you're going to get sacked because that quarterback's going to come right to you where you want him to be. So it looks like the ball will be spotted. Well, it looks like First and ten at the 17-yard line. Upper Darby looking to kind of throw in another punch here towards the end of this ball game and give themselves a 
a chance. So Brown roaming around in that area that Dallas Cowboys tight end Jason Witten patrols. <laughs> Picks up a big gain here, so Upper Darby facing a big deficit. is able to move the ball well once again. Just under five minutes to go here, trailing by 16. Blees drops back. He's under a rush. Has a man downfield, but it is picked off cleanly. Intercepted. Who is that? Our Kevin Johnson, the quarterback. <laughs> we had a little bit of trouble whether or not it was Giordano or Johnson. But again, it looks like the more Blue Town defender runs that well, pass pattern cleaner than the intended upper Derby receiver. Well, that time Johnson was able to just sit in that zone. And a penalty flag. So we'll see what to make of this. Well, the ball is suspiciously rolling, going back toward the line of scrimmage for Upper Darby. Defense pass interference. Half distance to the goal line, automatic first down. That's a crushing blow. That's uh, Didn't see that coming. That's rough for the Tigers there. And I think you have it completely sewn up with an interception and pass interference called brings it right back. Nature of the game. Now, I didn't see where that pass interference call was. It looked like they threw the flag down around the nine, so it would have been right about where the, the initial receiver who was in front of Johnson would have been standing. So, first down and goal for Upper Darby from the eight. There's a handoff. Nope. That's a direct snap again to Blees. Oh, they started they started running together on that one, and Nick Stevens wasn't had, having any of that. He said, "I'm just going to take the quarterback." Well, right. Down. I mean, you have to you have to choose at the line. Who are you going to who are you going to, to hand the ball off to? It's not like you're stuck together. Yeah. And you know, two two backs for the price of one. Nick Stevens having a solid night on both sides of the football, offensively and defensively. Two touchdowns on the offensive side. But most importantly, no gain on that play. So second and eight from the eight for ten to play. Please under center. One wide receiver, Brown, split wide to the right. Please drops back. He's under a rush. He's hit. He's brought down at the 18-yard line by Nick Stevens. Again, Nick Stevens with another big stop, and this time a sack. And the Tigers looking real good defensively now, digging in with 3.58 remaining. Maybe well, trying to get that, that ball back for Graziano. You can call that a coverage sack, even though it was pretty clear that Blees only had one man on, on the far sideline to our left. Well, they brought three men And it was sealed blitzing. off, and Blees didn't even have time to adjust. No. And the Tigers brought three men blitzing that time. Stevens was on the blind side. Was right there, so. Loss of seven on that one, so first. We will see what kind of set that upper derby has here facing a third down and 15. It is a two wide receiver set. Johnson wide to the left, Brown wide to the right. Two men in the backfield. Green is there as it bleeds a straight drop over the middle. It is caught by Brown and he is in for the touchdown. Well, Reynolds got in there again, put more pressure a half second late once again because of that shotgun. And this time, Brown over the middle as the Tigers were bringing the whole linebacking core. Brown wide open. But when you're up, like the Tigers are up, you can take chances like that. Well, they have a cushion now. They are leading by 10. So you figure right now they go for another two-point conversion. 
maybe cut that down to an eight-point advantage. 3.51 to go. But I'll tell you what, it would, a stop here may basically wrap up the game for Marple Newtown because you have it's a two-possession game then, 35-25. You figure with the way the Marple Newtown has been running the ball, they're not going to be thinking score necessarily. They'll just be thinking waste the clock. Yep. So there's maybe one more possession in it for Upper Darby. So Blee is in the shotgun formation. He rolls back. He's got a man open in the flat. Green. I got it. He does manage to make it here as he was racing to the pylon with Ron Alf, and he, Alf lost that battle. Well, Al, Alf had slipped initially when he saw the pass going out to that side, and that, that cost him at the end there as he was just a couple seconds late of making a big stop. So, fasten your seatbelts here, folks. 3.51 remaining here in the regulation time. As Marple Newtown's lead is cut down to 8, 35 to 27. But time is still there, and Phil Graziano is still there. 969 yards on the season. Could they just could they just give in to sentimentality and just try to pound it to number 20? We shall see. Uh, if if he does not get it today, I think it's a safe bet that he will get it next week at Harriton because Harriton not the strongest team in the league. And in fact, they are the cellar dwellers of the Central League at the moment. And that's the one. That's another lesson that Marple Newton can learn: is you were you were beaten by the best. Now you're rising up through the ranks. You need to trample on those on the backs of those who are below you. Yeah. So that would be another. Assuming they win this game, that would be another huge pick me up to beat Harriton. Big, not beat. You need and to beat Harriton. Period. Beating them big is what will pick you up, and, and it started with Radner there. So it looks like it's an obvious onside kick here. Fielded well shy of the 10-yard mark. Yeah, didn't, didn't even go bother to go 10 yards. It looks one. like number 38, Ivan Thomas. <laughs> so we will see what happens here. It looks like they'll mark it. First down for Marple Newtown. And well, they're saying at the spot of where there's uh, where Thomas caught the ball, 47-yard line 47 of the Royals. So, there comes well, the it, this is if if there's anything gift wrapped, this would be it. Three fifty remaining, and we have Stevens and Graziano in the backfield. Diaguardi in motion. Alf split wide to the right. It's a hand up to Graziano. He gets a couple up to the 45, so it's safe to say two, two yards, yards in that one. Another two-yard pickup for Graziano. Stop that time. 29 away. By number 75, Rufus Richards. Come on, Phil. Come on, Phil. Just feel your way to that one big burst. Give everybody here a thrill. The yardage is available, and then some. And so is the time, 3.18 remaining, and ticking down ever slowly for that upper derby defense. They can't see it melt away slowly enough. Once again, Stevens and Graziano in the backfield, Alf split wide to the right. Johnson under center, hard count. Graziano again, he breaks the tackle across the 40, across the 35, 
and gets down to about the 33 or 32. So there we go. He senses it. We're sensing it. Picks up even more yards. Looks like that's a gain of, well, they're dropping it back. So that's a gain of about 12. 12 yards on that carry. And puts him at the 17-yard mark away from 1,000. More importantly, first and 10 at the 33, 2.37 to go with an eight-point lead. Now they have Giordano and Graziano in the backfield. Alf again to the right as the lone wide out. Johnson under center. Hard count, hand off to Graziano, off the left side, across the 30, across the 25. So he's eating up in big chunks of yardage here again. Looks like he picks up seven. And whistles blow to stop the clock. So it is indeed a gain of seven yards. Timeout for the Royals. 990 for Mr. Graziano. 2.12 to go, so it's uh, the hush falls over the crowd as we may see it here. 10 yards to 1,026 yards to the end zone. Boy, that would be big. <laughs> this, <laughs> wouldn't you, this is going to be a well, very Well, Mike, wouldn't you love to see him break it out here and have a touchdown and break the mark cleanly? It would be, uh, this would be a very, very, very big night for him. He's shown that he can do it. His upper Darby's, upper Darby's off that left side is very weak thus far in third and fourth quarters. Well, they're, they're draining it out the last possible second here, so, I think. More, more importantly, let's get pick up that first down, second down, and three from the 26. So our executive producer, Jim Allsman, is agonizing with every carry. He wants to see it. He wants to call it. Well, we'll get we'll get the the initial pleasure that he will get that again. Stevens and Graziano in the backfield. Johnson's going to roll out to the 30. He takes it at 25, 20, and he gets the first down and more. He's just shy of the 15. Well, he left Graziano with 10 yards to play with, or 15 yards to play with. Exactly, and they got him the first down. So maybe Upper Darby though thinks that it's going to go to Graziano, whether or not they're aware on that opposite sideline of a thousand yard line. Keep them honest. We'll see, right? Keep them off balance because remember there is still a game to win, and a score would basically wrap it up. Time ticks away. One forty-four to go. First and ten from the seventeen. Graziano to the left. Stevens to the right. No wide receivers. Hand off to Graziano. It gets across the 15, so he chips away once again. Gets about three yards, I think, on the carry well, again, that time. Again, we won't speculate. Let's wait for the official call. So nice job there getting a, a good push Three up yards, the indeed. Seven away and seven away 14 from to go for the end zone. Seven for the first down. 107, 106, 105 to play. Eight-point lead for Marple Newtown. The drama builds. Giordano and Graziano in the backfield this time. No wide receivers. Johnson waits a pregnant moment and is a handoff to Graziano again. He gets close to the 10. 
Picks time ticks another. away. Maybe they want to have a, a timeout here just to lock it up. That is a gain 11 of 11 yard line. Picked up three, three yards. Four away. 9.96 with 30 seconds to go. Time ticking away, 25, 24, 23, 22, 21, 20. They finally get to the line of scrimmage. Kratziano, the lone man in the backfield with Stevens lined up as a blocker. Johnson under center, man in motion. Graziano feels his way up the middle. Pushes he's forward. Got four. He pushes forward. Maybe is he going to get it? Is he at the six? In any case, the game is... They stopped Not the over. Not over yet. Timeout. 1.9 seconds to go. The timeout. Where will they spot this? Last play of the game. And we have official word. Phil Graziano with a gain of four yards up the middle there. He has reached that magic 1,000-yard mark for the season. That's, that is an unbelievable sight. I think that's worthy of two. I think Phil that's worthy Graziano. of two, Greg. It may be worthy of three. There's three. There we go. He shows a Tiger's tenacity there in reaching that milestone. And, and now on this drive alone, rushes of... 12, 7, 3, 3, and 4. Gave him the exact 1,000 yards he needed. How lucky can you get? Well, he... And, and, and is he going to... Well, he left the last possible second on the clock Well, for him to do, do it. What, do they try to give him the extra push over the mark, possibly risking a, a stone wall and maybe pushing him back over? No, no, no. no. You just, or do they just have a, a neat and clean ledger here on this final play? Well, I, I give, it to, give it to Danny, Danny Giordano. Is what I would do. In any case, Marple Newtown oh, is going to win it. this game. Victory formation. And Johnson does about a seven-step backpedal, takes it to the 15, takes a knee. Time is all zeros. Stick a one in front of that, and you have the 1,000-yard mark for Phil Graziano. And the game ends. Marple Newtown picks up its third win of the season with a 35-27 victory. So a big, big win for the Tigers tonight over Upper Darby. Somewhat of an upset in the Central League here. Upper Darby's hopes of making the playoffs completely gone, I think, with this loss. Now at 5-4. and four. Really surprisingly, their only loss on the road so far this season came in here at Harry Harvey Stadium. Well, Phil Graziano came in there. He got the 88 yards. We'll see what the official number of carries is somewhere in the region of 18-19 tonight. But Marple Newtown, most importantly, from the opening kickoff, asserted themselves, came down, scored within about two minutes and two seconds, came out with Nick Stevens, a three-yard run, took a 7-0 lead, never relinquished it, was able to open up a 16-point lead in the fourth quarter and rode that to victory. So with that, we'll be back for a break on the rack, the wrap and the pack here from Harvey Stadium. Marple Newtown comes away with their third victory of the season, 35-27. We'll be right back with the final stats and the wrap-up for this contest. You're listening to Bob Herpin and Greg Pecco on the Tigers Radio Network, bringing you exclusive coverage of Marple Newtown football only on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. 
Brought to you exclusively by the United States Marine Corps. The few, the proud, the Marines. Back here live at Harry Harvey Stadium. Well, it was a sort of a ragged night up here in the booth, Greg, but it doesn't matter. Sometimes it, things that are not exactly perfect are nonetheless rewarding, and that's what we saw tonight as Marple Newton yeah. comes away with a 35-27 victory. Yeah, two big, number, uh, two big numbers tonight, 35-27. Tigers win the ballgame. Secondary, Phil Graziano, 1,000 yards rushing for the season so far. Has three games left. Has a couple weak opponents coming up, so he Outside could possibly 1500. get to 1,500. So it's a big season for him at running back. He came into the season looking to just share the duties with Dan Giordano, but Giordano's injury did not allow that to happen, so Graziano took the lead, and and uh, here he is with 1,000 yards. Well, it was very poetic. He got on, on the second-to-last play of the game, basically the last effective play, as Marple Newtown was driving for a score. He was managed to feel his way up the middle for that four-yard mark and hit 1,000 exactly. And it was just the way that Marple Newtown did, and I, I mentioned this throughout the game and right before we came back, is that it was Marple Newtown's will yeah. for the first time all season came out. And is that more more than execution, more than opportunities, it was the will to win from start to finish that defined this game. Well, we talked about it during the game. The Springfield game was the turning point for this team, kind of the last lesson to be learned. Play to the final whistle. Not that they didn't in that game, but just that they hadn't learned to really get a victory yet. The following week after Springfield went to Radnor, won a big game at Radnor, then won two straight. Lost last week to Ridley, but Ridley's a tough opponent. Come here, big upset over Upper Darby, and now they go face Harriton, possibly get their fourth win against the Harriton team. That's weak, and isn't only has about 19 to 20 players on their squad, I hear. Well, the best part about this is that a young team does have a learning curve, and they seem to be a very quick and steep one. Smartful Newtown getting better by leaps and bounds now within the boundaries of a game. Of course, facing off that Harriton team. On Halloween night, a Friday night, what are the colors of Halloween, Greg? Orange and black. Yes. What are the colors of the Tigers? Orange and black. So strange things have happened on all Hallow's Eve, and we'll see if Marple Newtown can carry this excellent effort over into next week. They are 3-6. and six. That would be a big boost to go to 4-6 and six yeah. with a win. Yeah, I mean, they, they can go to 4-6, and six, and then after that, they have Pencrest at home, and Academy Park to wind out the season. Now, there's some question to that Pencrest game that might be changed around because Pencrest might be starting the playoffs by then, so that could change around. So you could possibly have a team that is near or at 500 by the end of this season, and when we started the season, the way things looked, it, it didn't look... It looked bleaker than that, and now they're really starting to progress and come together as they head into the next season. Well, Greg, you will be there at Harrod High School, correct, next Friday, mm -hmm. doing your work for Eye of the Tigers blog, doing his live updates and... The game story, we will be back here on the Marple Newtown Tigers football network two weeks from today against that Pencrest Club provisionally on Friday, November 7th. So for executive producer Jim Alsman and play-by-play -play man engineer Greg Pecco, I'm Bob Herpin. Behind the microphone once again for a Marple Newtown victory. The final score, the Marple Newtown Tigers 35, Upper Derby Royals 27. Until a couple weeks from now, have a good time, everybody, and we will join you once again on the Tigers Radio Network, which is presented exclusively by the United States Marine Corps.
Thank you for listening to the Tigers Radio Network on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. Our next podcast from Harry Harvey Stadium will be presented on Friday, November 7th, 2008. Kickoff is set for 7 p.m. Next week, the Tigers will travel to Harrington High School for a 7 p.m. kickoff on Friday, October 31st in Rosemont, Pennsylvania. Coverage of that game will be provided by Greg Pecco of the Tigers Radio Network on www.marplenewtownfootball.com and eyeofthetigersblog.com. Until then, for Bob Herpin and Greg Pecco, I'm Jim Olsman wishing you a good night from Harry Harvey Stadium and Go Tigers!